yeah, I'm down in Nashville in the first few days, uh, not much happening. And then last day, uh, the Soto trade took place and they're, they're, uh, I know they're confident they're going to get Yamamoto too. I don't know if that's the case, but, uh, uh, they promised the big changes this winter, Cal Steinbrenner, the owner. And, uh, now they made the big, uh, they got the big guy there. And I think this is going to be a one-year rental. I don't think, uh, I think it's going to be very difficult to sign, sign Soto beyond one year, but they're going for it in 2024. I know Judge is going to love the move. Soto will probably hit third. Judge will hit second. Uh, so this definitely makes their lineup better, and they needed, they needed this in the worst way because uh, they had a lot of older uh, guys who uh, strike out guys. Now you got a guy that can hit for average. Younger guy, it's going to sell season tickets, and it's going to help them score runs. Yeah, and the lefty, you can put him in the middle. He gets on base. There's a lot about him. Now, uh, you know, in, in my lifetime, when I was started watching baseball, the, the Yankees outfielder outfield was Mercer, Roy White, and then I think Matty Alou, and then, uh, you know, maybe Johnny Callis and something like that. It wasn't, it wasn't a murderer's row, uh, but they've had some great outfields, uh, you know, in the past, obviously, in the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s. Um, this, I mean, Judge and Soto is a hell of a nice start. Uh, but you say it's like a one-year rental, so I guess get them while they're hot because they should be hot all summer. That those are two great bats. You know, I, I agree from an offensive standpoint, but the one thing I don't like about this is is now the way it's set up. Judge is going to play a lot of center field, and Soto is not a good offensive player or defensive player to where they want to put him in right field, the short right field of Yankee Stadium. They don't think he can handle a lot of the time the left field of Yankee Stadium, which is very big. He, does, he doesn't run well, doesn't take great, great jumps on the ball, doesn't cover a lot of ground. So now you're taking Judge out of right field and putting him in center, and here's a guy that's a big guy. That, I, I don't know that you want him running around a lot more. And to me, Judge in right field is a huge weapon. He's big. He jumps over the wall and brings back, brings back homers. Uh, I would much rather him. Uh, I would like to protect him a little bit, and they can't give him as many DH bats as they'd like to because they're stuck with Stanton for another, whatever it is, three or four years, and, and that's a major issue. He has a no-trade clause. He won't go anywhere. Uh, so there's still major flaws on this Yankee team. D.J. LeMay is getting older, coming off three bad years in a row. Uh, Anthony Rizzo at first base had a concussion at the end of the year. Uh, they, they say he's over it, but Clint Frazier was there for several years and had a concussion issues for about three years, and even before that, uh, Rizzo's not the same guy that he was in the prime career of the Cubs. So I get it that, that they're going for it. To me, if you're going to get Soto and give up as much as they did, uh, they got to try to sign him long-term. The problem is, is I don't know that Cal Steinbrenner will give, will give Soto more than uh, Judge. Judge got $360 million and uh, he didn't want to go that high. Uh, I'm telling you what, the Judge was going to go to the Giants, and the Giants promised Judge – that they were going to get a shortstop and they were going to get uh, they were going to bring back Rodon, and uh, I spent a day in Judge's hometown in Linden, California, about an hour and a half, two hours east of San Francisco. It's a little zero red light hometown. I know people from this town. I'm telling you, he was gone there, and the Giants screwed that up by not uh, bringing in a shortstop. They they said we're going to get Judge first and then get other guys, and that was a big mistake. Even Carlos Rodon told me that he was telling the Giants, hey, you better sign me back and you better get someone else or you're going to lose Judge. But anyway, to get that done, Hellstammer said, I think he was in Italy and Judge was sleeping back home around Christmas or around, this, I guess it was this time of year in, in his home in Linden. 
they said, what's it going to take to get it done? And he said, you need to match the Giants now. He gave up on the Giants. And at that point, the Padres had the bigger offer. And uh, Hal reluctantly went to 360 to get the deal done. Now, Soto has turned down 440 with the Nationals. I hear he's going to ask starting at $550 million. He's a lot younger. I don't know that Hal Steinbrenner will, will go higher than Judge, who he, he has a very close relationship to. Uh, they already have three three hundred million dollar players, so uh, that's going to be it's going to be real interesting to see if uh, if Hal changes his mind and decides that he wants to pay somebody more than Judge uh, to try to keep this relationship beyond one year. I know the the you know the the pitching if everything's healthy looks like they gave up quite a package to get him. Um, how good are these are the young uh, pitchers, and and how risky is this for the Yankees to give up that much? They've taken a lot of hits in their pitching the last few years. Michael King is fabulous. Uh, the fact that they moved Michael King to the rotation at the end of last year when he was tremendous, um, I think he's better served in the uh, middle relief role where you count on him to get seven, eight, nine outs twice a week. And King has had so many issues with arms over the years, and he's so frail that I wonder if he could pitch 200 innings. So because they moved him to a starting role, they were able to uh, use him as the centerpiece for the deal. Uh, Drew Thorpe, they're the, the triple-A pitcher. Uh, they got the scouts tell me that they think this guy can be a number two. He wouldn't be surprised if he's in the, the Padres' uh, rotation um, by the end of the season. He's that good. Agacio, the catcher, um, he, he's uh, uh, not great defensively, if you notice that there was a rookie on the team at the end of last year, uh, Ben Rufat, who is a personal catcher to to Cole, and that's because people didn't want to throw to Higashioka, so they're not going to lose anything there. Uh, like myself, uh, Kyle and I were pretty tight because he's a big Liverpool soccer fan, so I'll miss having him around. But uh, <laughs> uh, um, the other pitchers, Brito, uh, Randy Vasquez, I, I don't think they're going to be uh, premier guys. Brito did well last year. Uh, when he was pitching in uh, middle relief, not a lot of pressure situations. Uh, so the, the Padres did well, very well for a rental. Um, but this is, to me, is, is uh, about the Yankees trying to get and win a World Series in 2024. There's a lot of pressure. Fans are really, really angry. They want Cashman fired. They want Boone fired. They want Steinbrenner to sell the team. Um, this team hasn't had a losing season since 1992, I believe. That you would you would think that uh, that uh, they're terrible because the fans are just so spoiled by past dynasties that they expect uh, they think it's easy to win a World Series, and it's not in this day and age where you have luxury tax. Uh, and now across town, you got an owner that has more money uh, than Steinbrenner. That's never happened before. It's going to be what's going to be real interesting is this Yamamoto who. It might be another Greg Maddox. He's 25 years old, coming over. Uh, there could be the first time ever a bid, bidding war between Yamamoto, between the Mets and the Yankees, and that's never happened before. And to me, the Mets can get anybody they want because they have unlimited funds. The guy that has about $13 billion. It's, it's, it's fascinating to me because the Mets, um, like I – I, I'm I'm a National League guy, uh, Expos guy, so I'm pretty familiar with the Mets. And the Mets, um, 
there, I, I remember they traded Tom Seaver, which was impossible, and they still did it, and, and they did it, you know. I remember it, too. I'm yeah. a National League guy, too. I'm a native Pittsburgh. Okay, there you go. So, so I'm, I'm, I hate the DH, uh, and I miss my trips. I was a Philly writer for 17 <laughs> years, and you every trip to Montreal a year, it's an amazing town, and I, as you, I don't know if you've ever gone, but to me, a Saturday night in Montreal for hockey is about as good as it gets. Well, you and I are friends instantly and forever because we're NL guys. But I, the Mets, my view of the Mets is the team that traded Seaver in a fit of peak. They, but if they ever got good, they like, I mean, like you say, they've got miles of money, uh, and they are in like a massive city. And if, you know, people would get behind them, they always stumble though. I, I, what if they don't? Like, what does that do to the Yankees? Because the Yankees are always king. In New York, um, I would say of the baseball fans, it's 75% Yankee fans. Um, there's, there's, you just don't hear a lot of Mets fans uh, out there. And um, the Mets are jealous of the Yankees. Um, they're eager for coverage. They treat you very well when you go there. Uh, but the Yankees kind of always dismiss them that we can get whoever we want. Uh, the Yankees... In their mind, the Red Sox were their real rival. But now it's a situation where it could change because at some point the Mets are going to steal guys away from the Yankees. But they have to make smart moves. They look the last couple of years bringing in Verlander and Scherzer. You know, you're going to spend $50 million a year. I, I, it's not going to be on a guy who's 38 years old and has as many miles as they do on their arms. Um, but I, I think they're going to try to get Yamamoto. And I think they're going to try to get Soto after this year. And uh, it's going to be very difficult for the Yankees to lock him up any time before because Soto's agent is Scott Boris, and Boris wants to take his people to uh, to free agency. And now that he's with the Yankees, he wants the Yankees in the bidding to try to drive it up. So I think uh, we're going to get a bidding war this year with Yamamoto. Uh, I think uh, if he doesn't go to the Dodgers, I think I think Otani's going to the Dodgers. And then that'll take the Dodgers out of the running. And, and Yamamoto grew up a Dodger fan. Then I think it's going to come down to the Mets and Yankees. I know people with the Yankees have told me privately they think Yamamoto will go there because he's, he respects the tradition of the Yankees so much. But he was supposed to get maybe $200 million and it's already, I'm hearing, price over $300 million. Uh-huh. So uh, if the Mets keep going up and up and up, they're going, they're going to get him because Steinbrenner is uh, it's not – it's not unlimited funds for Steinbrenner. He, he okays every decision, and he went above and beyond in his mind to keep Judge. And that's not going to be uh, – Soto's going to cost a hell of a lot more than that. And Yamamoto might cost uh, Judge like money by the end. You, you, um, you grew up in Pittsburgh, you said? I grew up in Pittsburgh, and, and uh, um, <laughs> to me – to me, the best hockey player I've ever seen was Mario Lemieux, yep. and I, 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 I love Gretzky, and I remember when I was a uh, beat writer for the Flyers for a couple of years in Devils, I know Mark Howell, Gordy's son, pretty well, and I said, tell me tell me the truth. Who's the greatest hockey talent you ever see? And he says, all right. He said, uh, I'll tell you, uh, it's Lemieux. Lemieux was the greatest talent, he says, but the problem is that Lemieux didn't didn't bring his A game every game. He would he would bring it when he was mad. And Gretzky brought it every single game for his entire career. Yeah, and I was a I was in college when uh, when Lemieux started. I was it was eighty four, and I would take a, a one dollar bus ride down to the Civic <laughs> Arena and buy a eight dollar ticket and uh, watch almost all the Penguin games. But I, I was in Edmonton for a few games, and I tell you what, uh, I'm a huge fan of Canada. 
love my time in Edmonton, love my time in Calgary, Vancouver. I, I miss Western Canada, and, and uh, I wish the people in, in the United States could be as friendly as the Canadians are because every single time I, I've been to Canada, I'm, I'm treated uh, amazing, and uh, you guys are great sports fans, and I love your country, and I like your city too. Oh, you're a gentleman. Next time we talk, we're going to talk about Doc Ellis's acid field no-hitter. I promise. Thanks, man.